Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> Hi, Issa. This is Under the Bleachers. We're two adults who watch and discuss movies and TV shows for teens. I thought you were going to say and teen. We discuss movies and teens. <laughs> this week, the Summer I Turned Pretty pilot episode, an Amazon Prime series that came out recently. <laughs> um, but first, Jane, I told you before we started recording that a piece of... Uh, teen-related or teen-movie-related news dropped into my lap, practically. I'm thrilled and, and, <laughs> and on the edge of my seat to find out what this could be. Okay, so this is not my story. It is a friend of a friend's story, and I don't want to get them in trouble. So this person um, had, like, a new person join at work, and this guy said, um, was just, like, saying hobbies and things about himself and, like, He's like a little bit older, like this sort of a second, not second career, but like he didn't used to work like in this field. And he's like, I actually have X years in the entertainment business. Um, and I founded my own uh, film production company. The most notable success of this company was the following movie and linked the Wikipedia to a very specific movie. Now, can you guess which movie absolutely killed me when i found out that this person was saying that this was their own production company's movie i have to guess the movie it's from our catalog oh (laughs) my god um five feet apart no i wish i would have been prouder of that oh swiped Ugh, so close shit all right i give up it's slender man 2018 no fucking way (laughs) no way so were you like do you know joey king i mean i told this friend oh right should you have like it's not me okay the listeners are like oh a friend no it's not me i told the friend like you should have reacted but like it was the sort of situation where this message came out a bunch of people like emoji reacted and then like more things got put in the channel so like the moment has passed but like maybe the friend can investigate do you know Joey King? Exactly, exactly. He's welcome on our podcast. Also, did some? Is there a Slenderman no, I don't emoji? Think... I would have like learned Photoshop, <laughs> learned learned coding to create. You Slenderman can make a emoji. Slack emoji really easily, by the way. No, <laughs> <laughs> I just think no. it's. I think it's great that I legitimately was thinking about this, and I was like, if I made this movie, I would like link out to. Just, like, the concept of Slenderman because, like, it's not necessarily even, like, a guarantee that everyone at the company knows who Slenderman is, you know? Or do you it's think also, I'm wrong? No, no. So, first of all, I agree with you, but I also think it's almost, like, there's an almost not safe for work aspect of Slenderman. What? <laughs> do you know what I mean? You're like, yeah, I made this movie about a real-life phenomenon where teens actually stabbed oh, other teens. Oh, because teens, like, t- stab teens. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Steve, you're right, you're right. stabbing teens. You're right. And, like... The person was like, yeah, like, something I really loved was, like, um, (laughs) making, like, movies out of, like, interesting phenomena. (laughs) Wait, so what did he do? Do you know, like, what his job was? He founded the company. So he probably, interesting. But I don't know what he did. Yeah, I don't, yeah, 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 who knows. 
fashion but it, designer. I mean, enough to be pretty proud of, <laughs> pretty proud of Slenderman. Uh, it was beautiful. Having something like that just come into your life is truly, um, truly a gift. Um, I also did something else before we started this recording, Jane, if you'd like, because it was your idea. Would you like to tell the listeners? I suggested we take an edible and then I discovered that I don't have an edible. <laughs> also, I don't like marijuana, so I don't yeah, know why I'm, I do I'm this. I'm very curious, but I was excited and ready to take the plunge, so I just did, even though Jane didn't have one. I do think this puts us solidly in the camp of the adults in this movie, mm-hmm. because it is something that the adults in this movie do. Um, TV show. Sorry. Pilot. <laughs> and I will say that one of the um, one of the things I had heard first about this TV show was a friend being like, I relate too much to the parents now, and I don't relate to the teens anymore. That's, yeah. It's true. (laughs) Also, Um, they're really hot. I really like that there's, like, realistic MILF representation in this movie. Realistic MILF. Can you say more? Like, what's a non-realistic versus a realistic MILF? Jennifer Coolidge in American Pie is a (laughs) non-realistic MILF. (laughs) These women are, are what I would love to look like when I'm, I'm not sure how old they are, like, 45, 50, I don't know. Wait, don't be mean to Jennifer Coolidge. I know she's hot, but she just, most people, you're not going to look like her. Okay. Like she's like, she's so like she, attainable. She's a fantasy. Sort of. Yeah. If anything, I'm being mean to the, the summer I term pretty yeah. mothers. Yeah, maybe. I do. But I'm not. Oh, okay. It is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do think one of them looks like, a Reese Witherspoon type. And, like, I'm curious if that has impacted her career. Do you know what it I mean? Ha- it has because she starred <laughs> in the Clueless TV show. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. I guess that's not, I mean, like, yeah, that's yeah, not, yeah. but, like, Lee, like, you know, Similar that's type, definitely yeah. in that arc- archetype. I know. The same. The same. Okay. Jane, what did you know about the series before we started watching for the pot? I don't think I knew anything until you were like, this is good. We should watch it. No, I was definitely like whining to you about it before because I think I just like saw, I think I like saw some TikTok stuff about it. Oh, okay. There's this one sound on TikTok. I don't know if you remember this because it's actually not very notable in the episode. She goes into, when they first get to the island, she goes into like the convenience store and there's like a cashier and he's sort of like looking at her and it's like one of the first times like a boy looks at her because she like grew up. Um, and the voiceover says, like, boys never look at me. And she, like, goes on to talk about, like, it's only her best friend that, like, looks at her. Mm. And that's, like, a TikTok sound now. <laughs> but it's, like, a TikTok sound of empowerment. Mm. Because because people will, like, be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> people will be like, boys never look at me. And then they'll, like, post a picture of themselves after and it's, like, they're super hot or, like, they ended up marrying su- someone super hot or, like, they had an encounter with a celeb. Do you know what I mean? So it's, right. like, jo- jokes on them. Mm-hmm. A TikTok sound of empowerment. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the Summer I Turned Pretty is based on a trilogy of young adult romance novels written by Jenny Han of um, To All the Boys fame. Jenny Han, Miss... Uh... YA billion new YA billionaire new money queens who is her I guess she doesn't really have an equivalent maybe um the princess diaries that author Mm. is like the equivalent what about um 
crazy rich Asians. Is, is there some crossover? They're not YA though. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Although I probably probably a lot of teens read them, and I do I do find them very fun. Um, have you read any of her things since we started watching her adaptations? I don't think I've read any single book she's written. Uh, any any single book. <laughs> um, she so she Summer Return Pretty was like optioned by Amazon Prime. She actually has a cameo in it. Did of course, she's yes, she's drinking champagne at the end. I I spot her because she was also into all the boys. Wait, where was she into all the boys? She was. I remember she was on some stage for some reason. I don't know. I saw her. <laughs> I don't know. I saw her. Um, I do think that she is building an empire i think that i'd be curious to compare her books to, i have not read them either i'd be curious to compare her books to like stuff that was like sarah Dessen and stuff that came out in like the early 2000s because i do think like it's like <laughs> passed through like a woke gen z filter in this mm. show and i don't know if like that's what the books feel like or if the books feel like more like sarah Dessen. you know what i mean ah yes um let's talk about the actors in this show Yay! Who do you want to start with? Okay, the one I have the strongest feelings about is the guy who plays Conrad because I think he's a future movie star. Okay, okay. Because one, he's hot. Two, he's like really good at building sexual attention. Three, he's a good actor. And four, he's strongly rat on the rat scale. And we determined that Mm. that was what was in right now. Also a TikTok that we've, I don't think we've, talked about this oh okay (laughs) that's okay you can figure it out rat it's a rat frog dichotomy rat thumb Um, oh fuck rat thumb dichotomy (laughs) um chris briney or christopher briney he uh still has a personal website which is really cute like all the people in this are sort of like young unknowns that just like did really well in their auditions which is really fun and he's from connecticut he lives in new york um he also says on his website when i'm not in front of the camera you can find me watching a movie go see portrait of a lady on fire if you haven't already oh my god (laughs) lgbtq ally (laughs) taking pictures or pitching in the new york city men's baseball league jane would you like to go see him pitch in the new york city men's baseball league with me i have a dumb question what is that is that that's not i bet it's just like a rec league Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see that. Also, he has a girlfriend. What? You don't want to go see him? No, he's a girlfriend. <laughs> We're not going to do anything. Yes, we will. We'll trick him. I think we'll trick him. I think there's also something you and him have in common. Is he Jewish? No. Um, well, I don't know. Um, <laughs> he doesn't look Jewish. An interview question he's was from Connecticut, too. Sorry, go What on. is something that everyone else seems to love but you dislike? And he goes, I don't hate them, but I do think beaches are a little overrated. Oh, hell yeah. I was just at the beach for a week. I'm so glad to be back. <laughs> it's meant to be. Um, I agree with you. I think that he is a great moody, broody type that like looks a little bit like a rat, like you said. And like that's what's in. But a hot rat. <laughs> He's definitely my preferred male actor of the show. You also like Steven. I think, so here's the thing. Steven plays the main character's brother. He is so cute. Steven is the, Steven is the character's name. Yeah. I don't care about that. <laughs> he's so cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so cute, but he's not like 
sexy. Ugh. Sorry. <laughs> I feel gross. <laughs> um, they're all like twenty two. Okay, fine. Do you think he's? No, I'm just saying like, it's fine. Who's your favorite? I mean, obviously, like I think Christopher Bryan is like set up to be the favorite. I would say that. In terms of, like, characters of, like, who these boys are, I actually did really like Cam. Oh, can, like, oh my God. Here's something important. Who do what? you think – who does Cam remind you of in our universe? What? Come on. It's so – to me, it's so clear. And he's <laughs> in the mean? other series by Jenny Han. Oh! <laughs> he's Noah Centineo. He is Noah Centineo. You might say the thinking man's Noah Centineo because he, like, really looks like he can read. Wait, are you talking about the main character? Or are you talking about her friend that she meets at the beach? Uh, Sextus. Oh beach yeah, friend. yeah. Wait. Oh, interesting. I didn't. I didn't. Now I'm looking at him in your. The right. way they talk. First of all, they're like they're like swarthy, like Italian looking. <laughs> I don't know his background, but that's sort of how I read him. Like, has okay. A tan has dark hair. Has sort of like a low, like, like. Uh, like his the way he speaks is not the way I speak. It's careful and, and it's like, not the casual. way I speak. Okay, um, <laughs> I see. I see that. I don't think it the comparison necessarily works for me because like Noah Centineo is so much bigger. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah, maybe he like is Cam just doesn't small have Noah. big vibes. Yeah, he is. He is small Noah. Um, <laughs> I also think um, the girl who plays Shayla is so fucking beautiful. Yeah, um, I think her name is Minnie something, and almost like out of place. There's like a few people here that are like a little too pretty, and then there's other people that you can tell that it's like a prestige show, and they have like more interesting faces. So like exact. So for example, I think like Cam is actually maybe a little too pretty, and so is Jeremiah. Like I think Jeremiah looks like he belongs in Elite. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, he could pass for that. Yeah, um, I, I don't love. But he's like he's queer coded for me in such a strong way. As to, I'll, I'll I'll save that for later. Um, and then the lead is gorgeous. Like I love her; she's great. Yes, her name is Lola Tung. She was also like you know someone who had never done anything. She also she's from New York. Uh, I mean, okay, I say she's like had never done anything. She went to like one of the most like you know the like talent gifted and talented performing arts high schools, um, like the school from the movie Fame. Um, she went to the same high school as Timothy Chalamet, basically. Um, she, uh, aud- th- something interesting is that she was auditioned for all of this over Zoom. So, wow. like, she had to do all of it, including the chemistry lead, the chemistry reads with the wow. lead guys, which I'm like, that, that's so crazy. Like, that's so crazy. I mean, for yeah. the people making the decisions, like, for the actors, you just gotta fucking do it. How do you do that? That's, that's, I'd love to see those tapes. I do think the that, tapes. Reveal the tapes. I do think that um, if you, like, look at her interviews and stuff, she's just, like, very, she's very, like, normal and sane, which is nice. Like, she does seem normal. Like, she she's similar, like, realistic hot girl representation. Like, she's so, so, so gorgeous, but I'm not, like, scared to look at her. Scared to look. Who are people that you would be scared to look at in real life? Jeremiah? No, but, hmm. I would maybe I think, be afraid to interact with I would Jeremiah say for me, all of these people actually read as mostly normal. I don't agree. That's fine. 
I think if I saw someone that looked like Jeremiah in real life, who literally, to me, like, reads more Riverdale, maybe. Mm. But he's so I skinny. Would, like, have a he, violent reaction. He looks yeah, like but a it's child. Like, it's like the, what we were talking about of, like, people who look like bugs, but are, like, hot in TV. <laughs> <laughs> like, their eyes are, like, too big, IRL, and they have, like, too low body fat, so they just, like, look like a bug. I do think that Jeremiah's hair, which is appropriate for this role, and which I don't think he has in real life, is really not doing it for me. And so you mean the that, color or just like all of it? The like blonde, shaggy beach hair. I don't like that. Okay, I do need to say something kind of stupid of me, which is like I totally missed in the start that they're supposed to be siblings. <laughs> oh. Because they just... <laughs> Who? I How? thought all three guys were like from different parents. I don't know. I, I just like thought... Because Jeremiah and Conrad look nothing alike. They're That's just fair. both hot. <laughs> okay um anyway conrad conrad is obviously your true love because he says i don't dislike the beach i just prefer a pool that's what he says wow do you agree do you think he would go out with me he's 22 years old let's jump in okay can i just preface and say that i've watched six episodes of this tv show today <laughs> okay here we go <laughs> belly her brother steven and their mom laurel spend every summer at a beach house the house is owned by laurel's bestie Susanna. she has two sons conrad and jeremiah and belly has had a crush on conrad since she was 12 at a convenience store cashier jumper asks if she's new <laughs> to the area calls her pretty and invites her to a bonfire upon seeing conrad and jeremiah for the first time that summer they throw her in the pool there seems to be some sexual tension between conrad and belly meanwhile laurel Ha- Laurel, sorry, Laurel has weird energy about Susanna being wealthy. Do you think that as an alternate nickname for Isabel, that's not Issa? Like, how would, like, how would your um, like opinion of me <laughs> change if I introduced myself to you as Belly? Like, <sighs> like, what do you think? I'm fine with, with it, but the thing is, they like this was clearly a creative choice to be cute and unique. Like, this is not normal. I don't you think, think it's no typical. one goes by Belly. Do you know any Bellies? I know Bellas, so I'm sure people call them Belly. But Bella is the name. Belly is a body part. <laughs> I do think I agree with you that it's like such a like choice choice because like it also shows like how everyone sees her as like really young. That's true. Um, but I also think that it's somehow even more endearing to be, like, really hot and, like, have long legs and ha- be named, like, a juvenile name. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I say, like, most embarrassing things are better if you're really hot. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree with that. Most embarrassing names. Um, <laughs> they do a pretty good job with having the, like, montage about the beach house. The sh- the The show starts with, like, their montage and, like, they have really cute kid actors. <laughs> what did, no, what did you think? Ugly. What did you think about? <laughs> what did you think about this like opening montage? Because it's like what Kissing Booth tried to do. Exactly. There's a lot of Kissing Booth crossover, um, <laughs> and there's also, I guess, some She's the Man crossover because of the debutante ball. Oh but yeah. I like the montage. Like I was saying, I do think it's funny that. That actors were like, you get to play the less attractive younger version. <laughs> and then later there's a picture that, that and I think maybe even in the last episode, he looks at a picture and the actor who's play- chosen for young Steven is like fully like a dark skinned Chinese boy. <laughs> I was like, they don't even try for this shit. But I don't know. I thought it was I, I thought it was mostly successful. What did you think? <laughs> I liked it too. I think it was like 
I I mean, I like vibe really well with like, <laughs> like vacations as not even necessarily with family, clearly, but vacations where you can like go hang out with the kids your age and the adults can go hang out together. And like, that was like a huge, huge, huge part of me of my life, like growing up with like cousins and um, the unrelatable part, maybe being the movie nights with the moms. <laughs> you didn't hang out with your mom and her bestie. <laughs> Or, like, I'm just <laughs> I'm just thinking of, like, the equivalent, because, like, mine was, like, extended family, and, like, it was, <laughs> I'm thinking of the equivalent, which is, like, my mom and, like, all my aunts. Like, yeah, me. also, there is, like, <laughs> conveniently no men, which does make this kind of, like, a special, unique, weird thing. Uh, Belly's father is divorced from her mom and only visits for July 4th, and then the other dad is, like, being a businessman, we're led to believe. At the yeah, beginning, I, I kind of I guess forget. they're supposed to say, like, the dad's, like, don't care about it, which is stupid. Which sucks. Like, if you're, like, a, the dad in that family, like, of course you also want to go to the beach house. Like, even if you don't have, like, a romantic attachment to it, you're just going to, like, lie around. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't know? you want to, like, hang out with your wife and children? That that was sort of questionable, but it plays out later. Um, Yeah, this is the, the way the beach should be, which is no one gets sunburn, no one is uncomfortable, you, like have no body fat the sun people wear fucking sweaters like people are wearing fucking sweaters in this show i feel like in new england you can get away with that where it might be cooler at night not in the summer and wait i just remembered i just remembered Uh, something very important yeah not in like the carolinas which is where this is kind of what is the second book called the summer that i was already pretty like how does she go on (laughs) that's pretty good pretty good i'm so glad you like went back (laughs) uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um the second book is called it's not summer without you Ooh! and then and then the third is called we'll always have summer interestingly these were written 2009 to 2011 and so like maybe i'm oh. right that like they're not as woke like in the book or not that's not what i mean <laughs> i just mean that like all the dialogue in this is like passed through like a gen z filter and Absolutely. like surprising it like is done fine like it's yes. executed well which Agreed. is why it's not like annoying i agree that they have this book well up to date and they also sort of to touch on the wokeified like they actually do it in a way that i think is good i think this show is a good goal for other shows where they're not trying to send a woke the goal isn't to send like a woke message they are telling a love story And then there are a variety of different people like experiencing love. And there's some discussion about class, even though later in the series, like the brother's like, I live in a suburb of Philly, trying to explain that he's not rich, which doesn't fully track. (laughs) I should save stuff about later in the series until after we're done with the first episode. So immediately from the beginning, I'm like, Jeremiah is gay. Maybe he's going to fuck Steven. That's oh, what I'm that's what I'm reading. Then yeah, I am a nice. little I yeah, I I am a little confused about how much they're talking about her boobs, but that goes away. They just talk about it twice in the first like 10 minutes, which I didn't love. Actually, I have a question about that later, but I'll wait I'll wait for like the mom scene. Um I had a question for you which was did you ever have a crush as a teen that was the type of teen that is broody? <gasps> Ooh, I don't think I was cool enough or really, like, interacted with any broody teens. <laughs> That's so boring. I feel you. like there's an equivalent. Like, my equivalent is not as interesting as this, but I've talked about, like, the, the guy I had a crush on in early high school who was, like, a guitar guy. And so he found himself to be very deep, but, like, 
like he had <laughs> there's nothing big going on you know <laughs> I like. I wish I could remember my crushes. Who it's did not I that even deep to like like John Mayer? <laughs> no, no. You're it's just like not. really. You're like really affected by Speaking him. Speaking of you music, know? um, this this TV show has the best soundtrack for me for Jane Garfinkel in yes. all of history. For example, and sometimes I do choose kind of like pointedly funny songs. So they're yes. so "Cruel Summer" by Taylor Swift is playing in the background when she's getting ready to go. Obviously, double meaning there. There's a lot of Taylor Swift in the show, which I love. There is. Love. They, they definitely knew what they were doing. It's like sort of unreal. I think I like say this later, but it's like it's unreal like how many hits there are in this. And as we were watching Nate and I were like, oh, it's because it's Amazon. So like all these artists have to be on Amazon Music. So like now they can just like use all of it. And it's actually like if Amazon wanted to lean in and just do a ton of like just more poppy rom com stuff, they could just like use whatever they want. That's a really good point. And I was thinking about that and I didn't make that connection because I was like, what is their budget? Because they have Ariana, Dua Lipa, Phoebe Bridgers. First of all, like their budget person. is anything because they're Amazon. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is unreal. It is like very good at capturing like the, the, whoever obviously they had whatever they wanted to choose from but like whoever made the choice was like also good um i think that i was good at that i think it was good at capturing like a lot of the feelings i think it was good at capturing like when they were when she sees him for the first time and like lover by taylor swift is playing which is actually uh, my favorite my favorite new one by her um and um that's when, not that new when she gets okay when she gets thrown in the <laughs> water um she's like touching his wrists like when they're uh, in the water and they yeah. like, I don't know. It's like all these moments of like seeing your crush. Yeah, I think that they capture. I think this whole show, and especially the front half, which I, which I think I did prefer. Ultimately, they capture the really intense feelings you can have for someone when you're that age, without, like, regardless of how that person is behaving towards you. Yeah, you yeah, can just yeah. be like, you can just pine for them so hard, even when they are just not available just hanging i will say that the first shot of him is not very flattering it's like the first like slow-mo shot of him to me was like (laughs) way less flattering than just other moments in the show (laughs) he does he does kind of rock the the dark under eye you know what i mean like the bags that's part of his he's a very beautiful boy okay (laughs) um (laughs) let's move on we learn that Belly's parents divorced a year and a half earlier. Belly is weirded out to learn her father will be visiting on July 4th, like he did before the divorce. The moms go to a bookstore where Susanna is organizing a book release party for Laurel. Laurel makes fun of a popular author who ends up overhearing her. At dinner time, Laurel learns that Conrad quit college football and that Jeremiah and Stephen have summer jobs. Susanna also invites her to be a debutante. When Belly catches Conrad smoking pot, she calls him out for previously saying pot messes with your brain. Conrad says debutantes are sheep. He's being all moody, so Belly asks him what's going on. Before he can answer, Jeremiah and Stephen pull him away to go to the bonfire. Has your mom ever made a comment about your boobs, like when you were a teen? Never. Well, so the only embarrassing thing is that, like, my sister and my mom have big boobs. So it's, it's always them being kind of, like, jealous of me. But 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 I know that that's like if you have small oh, boobs, you're jealous of people with big boobs, and so it didn't ever feel like a compliment to me. So did they ever? Yeah, were they like, oh, we're jealous of you, and then you were like, oh, I'm jealous of you. I probably mm-hmm. didn't say anything. I probably was just like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a memory 
of when I was like, I was probably like 12, maybe 13. And um, my mom was like trying to like make the case that like, <laughs> only like people who are like really special should like touch your boobs. Oh. <laughs> she was trying to make the, uh, obviously like. My my mom, my parents are devoutly Catholic, and so for her, it was probably, like, you should just, like, wait until marriage. But she was trying to be, like, you know, it's, like, it's really, like, special and, like, vulnerable. Oh, my God. There's a boob-touching scene it's in this TV show base. that we have to talk about later. Um, something <laughs> something that stood out to me is that someone someone uh, says to Billy, let's race. I don't even remember who. And she goes, my no. legs are too long. <laughs> She's kind of being like, I don't want to race. And then she's like, my legs are too long. And then, of course, she starts racing. And I was angry at her in that moment. In that moment, I was angry. <laughs> yeah, no no teen has ever said – no teen girl has ever complained about that. Um, minor comment, and as we're on the subject of bodies, this is where we fi- find out that um, Conrad quit college football. And that's not what college football players might look like. Yeah. I- I I just like I know I like harp on this a lot because I like recently watched all of Last Chance You, but I I just do think it would be great to have a show that like happens to have like a sports subplot line in a somewhat like knowledgeable way. It's just like I don't know. It's like a lot of things in teen movies, like how we talk about the college process. It's like my God, like this is so ubiquitous. Like why don't you guys like make it a tiny more realistic? You know, what sport would you have preferred this actor? For me, my first thought is unfortunately golf. Okay, that's not at all what I would say. What about <laughs> soccer? What about soccer? Ugh, soccer sucks. Soccer would soccer would have been much better. Yeah, for his like gangly type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe even um, baseball. I feel like any base baseball is very body positive in that anybody can play. It's also like a lot of these college sports. For example, saying you can play like college football or college basketball is like insane. That's like a very small percentage of high school kids in the country get to do that. And so, like, it's really hard to believe it because of that. But if they were just like, yeah, Conrad has football camp and then he quit. Like, that would be so different. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I appreciate the age difference because. Oh, but she, like, she, he's a senior. He's a senior in high school going into college and she's going into junior year. And that's like a very horny age difference. Oh, While yeah. While still being, I think, appropriate. Like, I don't. Yeah. In, in my mind, like. What realistically happens is you have a crush on a 16-year-old when you go to college, and and then you go to college, and you're like, wow, never mind. Yeah. But for now, very hot. And, um, yeah, and I I think, like, his, like, stuff about him, like, maybe having a hard time when he's in college, like, that's, like, part of the later books, I believe. (gasps) I saw that on Wikipedia. Yeah. He's too broody. He can't study. <laughs> He's too busy brooding. Um, I said, Jane, um, I would be the annoying, pushy friend organizing a book release party for you and being like, why aren't there more copies? That's really, really being nice. Like a Karen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so nice of you. Oh, have we met Taylor yet? Oh, that's next. Okay, because I was I had thoughts on her. Um, My other comment was that I do think they established pretty early on in this, like, like everyone's saying like belly do this belly don't do that like you can't smoke pot you're there like the show sort of does a good job at like showing you all these ways people constantly say that to her and so like there's like a sense that she just like is the only one that has all of these like pressures on her when that's not true obviously like every teen feels like they have all these external pressures on her but it does a great job of like how it feels in her head 
to be. Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on how they talk about drugs and alcohol in the show. And I think overall, Mm. I actually appreciate the way they talk about it. There is some moralizing, especially in this first episode, but I think they address it. But in the beginning, it's sort of like, Belly doesn't drink and do drugs and she's the narrator and like the guy that she likes who doesn't drink is like good for her and then we see Conrad getting wasted. I did think about that. I do think I also think it's weird because like that's maybe a little like old fashioned and it is something that I would find in like a book from 2009 or 2010 but at the same time like there's a little bit of stuff about like the mom smoking weed together that's like very 2020 and later on in a way that's like a little like like privileged <laughs> like oh mm, rich moms like go to the beach house and like smoke weed together and you know like you know there's like some kinds of people that like if they did that they would get really in trouble like <laughs> that's true it's sort of, it's sort of like the the rise of like the moms who smoke weed thing like in culture like definitely I'm I'm curious if they did that in the book at all because <sighs> I bet I bet you they didn't but maybe they did because of cancer um let's move let's move to taylor okay belly calls her bestie taylor who encourages her to go to the bonfire she also hid a slutty little dress in her suitcase at the bonfire jumper is eager to talk to belly but steven is pissed that she's there they fight and belly falls in front of everyone then belly sees conrad kissing a girl when he says they met at a debutante ball she calls him out for being a hypocrite he calls her a brat and she calls him an asshole back at the beach house Susanna and laurel smoke weed Susanna says conrad has been in a bad mood and doesn't get along with his dad laurel cryptically says she should talk to him do you remember the first person who suggested that you are a thong if any ew yes um (gasps) i remember talking to my summer camp friends about it and they were summer camp is where i like learned everything everything and (laughs) chelsea who's now a public school teacher she told me that thongs that have the double strap on the edges makes boys go crazy Wait, what are you talking about? Okay, so underwear and then the stuff that's on your hips, two separate straps. Oh, there's like a little cutout. Uh, yeah, or there's just like two strings. Oh, but not even. Yeah, there's just six strings. She told me when I was 13 that that, that makes boys go crazy. So what do you think? <laughs> I think I've never, I have owned one pair that I bought with her at Victoria's Secret when I was 13 and have never owned another pair like that. And uh, boys have gone crazy anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, what's what's, like kind of funny is that the first person who suggested I wear a thong was like in the context of like being a horse girl and like fellow equestrians told me to. Oh, it was like a pragmatic thing. I like still haven't tried it because I still think it's like gross. Like, like... Like, imagine, like, wearing a thong and, like, going to ride a bicycle for an hour. Like, that would... Oh, I, I don't thought know. you meant like, you'd never worn a thong ever. No, 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 sorry. I meant, like, for horseback Horse- riding. What do you wear? Normal underwear? I don't know. I See, I would be... I First of all, I really don't like saying the word thong. It really bothers me. Second of all, <laughs> what? what about panty line? I think, like... Uh, I have riding pants that are like thick enough so it doesn't, oh, nice. you know, show. I would be and very self conscious. I have underwear that's like quote unquote seamless, seamless, slash invisible. Um, mm-hmm. um, okay, this is the first time where I say these moms <laughs> like, could, <I'm> done. <laughs> could be gay. Oh, which scene? When they're when talking, yeah, when they're like sitting on the bench together and I, or the couch or whatever. 
Like, I can be gay. That. I think part of it is that the one who looks like Reese Witherspoon is a very natural flirt. So she <laughs> yeah. just like kind of talks to everyone like she like loves them. There, just in general, there's <laughs> even like when a, she's talking to Conrad. Yeah, there's a lot of. <laughs> Later, there's a scene between Laurel's love interest and Conrad. <laughs> and I was like, they're really close to each other. <laughs> like, there's just, like, a lot of chemistry happening. Uh, yeah, I think people in the show are just hot and, like, have, like, thoughtful stares, like, mysterious stares. Um, okay, I, w- I wanted to talk about Taylor. I, um, yes. I actually think Taylor does actually talk like a teen girl. Yes. She actually... Like, I really like that character. It's not like she's, like, the more popular girl automatically or she's not, like, dramatically more beautiful or something. Like, she's just, like, she's just her friend, but she does, like, is clearly the more, like, boy experience and, like, maybe sexually experienced friend. Yeah, I love her. I love that she's just, like, the hot, slut, like, slightly naive best friend that we all want and and love. Like, I could have benefited from a sluttier best friend. Nah, my best friends are perfect. I knew a person who was like this. But she was, like, someone I was, like, scared of. Like, I, I like, can't... I think <laughs> I that's can't the imagine. truth. Yeah. I think that's how it goes. Like, I couldn't have been friends with this this girl. Because you were scared? She would have just, like, ran right by me. And I, yeah, I would have been yeah, freaked yeah. out. Yeah, um, yeah. I said that in the party scene, because now we, well, now we go to the party, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they started... First of all, what do we think about the, the dress that her friend puts in her bag? <laughs> It's fine. I I don't know. It's, it's like very. It's very. Pink. Um. It's very Princess Polly in that it kind of looks like Lolita esque. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, later when we see Taylor, she's just like wearing that dress out and about. Oh. I, not that dress. I just mean like little little summer dresses. I think it's fine. I I also think that gifting people clothing. I is think weird. that pink one is like very like lacy and like not lacy, but it's like sort of like little girly i don't mm. know it's it's very like you seem disturbed yeah <laughs> i was gonna ask about this bonfire where yeah. multiple couples are just making out and we have definitely talked about this we've just but like, never just, experienced yeah i don't know if this is realistic where you go to a social gathering and people are just doing pairing it but i off. Yeah, yeah, yeah pairing off we're just not beach teens because i think of even like just in general like imagine being at the beach with like a bunch of your friends and you like walk <laughs> you like walk like 50 meters down and you're like all right here we'll sit down and make out like <laughs> or maybe they're all having deep conversations and then they start making out yeah yeah they're all that, having their own often... tv show but happening. then like why go there with everyone then <laughs> like... yeah i don't know <laughs> anyway anyway um i said also that in the start of that party cardi b like starts playing on oh, the soundtrack yeah. it's like like the way that that song made me feel in this episode is like dopamine was just like being pumped directly into my brain and like turning it up like anyway yeah i was very happy to hear that song the music really uh, really benefited the show i gotta say i also on the subject of taylor i think like i think when the boys are talking there's some lines in the show that feel like like i said like a book from the the 2000s but i would say when the boys are talking to each other like it's pretty realistic the brothers you mean or including any Steven. of the guys, yeah, any of the guys in the entire show. Like, I feel like they have captured teen boys a little better than other shows. Agreed, agreed. I feel like they have the appropriate amount of chemistry and angst and competitiveness and just like bro, but like not too much, not annoying. 
Yeah, the dialogue feels very real. They're not the most popular nor the loserly. Which well, is maybe, crazy. Maybe they Conrad should all be popular. Um, Jeremiah's what did you think when you expect? saw Laurel talking to Susanna and she tells Susanna to go talk to Conrad? <gasps> what did that you think? That was my question too. What's your guess? Okay, mine was that so something else that happens in this show okay jen and i have seen all of it now so like if you haven't seen if you haven't seen the show we are gonna talk about spoilers eventually but my guess at this point in the show was that conrad was talking about the like an upcoming divorce um and like and like something about the dad like there was like a bad secret as to like why the dad didn't as as to why that dad didn't come and maybe Mm -hmm. it was about like him like emotionally abusing the mom or something like oh wow. my brain kind of went there and i think like maybe <laughs> maybe the filming just made me remember big little lies and just assume something like <gasps> yeah. pretty fucked up happened i don't know that's a but i thought i thought it was guess. like yeah abuse or divorce basically i don't know I, what did you think i didn't have as as like a well thought out thing i mostly just was like <gasps> Ooh, and this moment was sort of why I realized I would like this show and that mm. they were giving us some foreshadowing and also just like cliffhangery stuff that makes you want to keep watching. And just I was like, oh, there's something a little more going on than just this girl liking Conrad. I definitely yeah. focused on the dad because yeah, me too. I forget. I feel like she maybe made a comment of like he's so angry with his dad, and so I was yeah. like, what happened there, daddy? Maybe. Issues? And maybe it was, like, totally a red herring. Yeah, I thought maybe, like, daddy issues, maybe, like, the dad, like, is, like, hard on... I even went so far as to be, like, maybe the dad, like, went hard on him because, like, Jeremiah, like, came out and, like, (gasps) had to, like, defend him or something. I don't know. I just, like, I just, like, went wild. Clearly the show, like... (laughs) Clearly the show, like, made me think, as you said, like, that there's, like, something more going on. Did you have, like... Did your... Did your brain, um go toward the area of like anything wrong with her like the not not at all i don't think i ever saw that saw that coming did you uh i was uh i was thinking that maybe she she was having an affair or something too again related to like divorce i was like what are some reasons they might be like splitting out and maybe it's something like bad, like something bad happened, or they did something mean. I don't know. They killed a <laughs> I'm prostitute. Making, I'm not making any sense. <laughs> there's also um, there's some interesting commentary here about like Asian American writers not only wanting to write about Asian things. Um, she like first brings it up in the pilot, which I think is the show being like, we're woke. We like Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then later, Um, the other author, who's Filipino and Brazilian, according to his Wikipedia, he was like, they only want me to write about Filipino characters. Yeah. And and everyone's like, huh? I'm not, I'm, it is, I'm not saying that he looks white, but I, I do think that like he gives off so strong professor vibes or like New England writer or New England professor vibes that it's just like. It I just did. didn't really match. Like, I did think he was white. He is half Brazilian, <laughs> so. Yeah, and also he just, like, has, he has, like, a ton of scruffiness and facial hair. And he just dresses in, he dresses like Walter, your partner. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Let's go to the end. 
Belly is approached by Cam, a boy she met at a Latin convention. They end up talking and getting along. Conrad is drunk and ends up fighting with Con- uh, Jumper. As Belly goes Jumper. to break up the melee, she gets elbowed in the face. The cops show up and Jeremiah forces Belly to drive home with them. She kisses Gam- Cam goodbye right in front of the boys. In the car, Conrad touches Belly's hair, but they are interrupted by the cops. Laurel reams out the kids. She tries to talk to Conrad, but he rebuffs her. The next day, Belly decides to go to the debutante ball and chooses to meet up with Cam rather than spend time with Conrad. Okay, at this point, having having like a grasp that there's going to be a love triangle, I'm thinking love triangle is going to be Cam and Conrad, and I'm down. I'm really down for that. Yeah. Um, that is the story I had hoped I would see happen. <laughs> okay. Uh. And so everything's happening right for me. I think that, like, Conrad and and Belly are, like, really horny together. Like, they just have (laughs) really good sexual chemistry. I think the show captured that so well. And I don't know. I just love it so much. Um, And then there was two Olivia Rodrigo songs. So I'm really happy at this point. I'm pretty happy, too. Obviously, like, I can see that Conrad is sort of the end game the show is setting up. But Cam is, like this dream guy that I never met. He's like an overachiever because he took Latin and then he's an intern on a whale watching boat <laughs> and he's like ethnically ambiguous and like tan. Italian. Like <laughs> He's ethnically Love Italian. Love him. Love him a Hold lot. on, I need to look up this guy's race. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to ask, have you ever had cops or like campus security break up a party while you were there? um yeah yeah you can say college too okay i think i've so only in college because i didn't do anything cool in high school i've talked about getting vaguely arrested on this podcast correct Uh okay well i was at a party not even a party just like we were in a dorm room drinking beer and then the cops came and me and my friend hid in one of the dorm rooms and what was so perfect about that is like the doors lock so there's truly oh. no way for anyone to get in. I mean, I'm sure there was a way, but even the cops like couldn't immediately get in. Yeah, you can so, just be like, I'm in, my, I'm in a room. Yeah, so what we decided to do was keep drinking for like 45 minutes while <laughs> the cops were like apprehending everyone or doing whatever they were. And then some bitch was like, I need to get my coat. <gasps> and they came into the room and obviously found us. Um, and then I didn't like get physically arrested, but, <laughs> but I like got in trouble and had to like go to the court and had to do volunteer hours. Oh, and my fuck. mom, we all, all of the people who were my friends at the time, but aren't really my friends. We went to the court and like changed the address they had on file in hopes of like our parents <laughs> not getting notified. And then like days later, my mom texts me, why did you get arrested? So she was uh. notified. And then the other thing that comes to mind <laughs> is when I was like 22, <laughs> so this is even worse i was at a frat house and like the police came and and of course the frat boys were like okay everyone in the basement just shut up and so like we all went in the basement and every so often there would be like chatter and then someone would be like shut up and i was sitting there being like i am 22 why am i doing this that's so beautiful so you were just like standing with them I was just squatting, being like, I can't, like, just go up there. I don't know. Okay, um, mine is also, like, college campus security stuff, and it's um, a lot of memories of, like, being in a fraternity and, like, the, like, I was in this fraternity where the rule at all the parties was, like, if someone, like, notices campus security is going to come in and, like, 
try to see if people are underage drinking. Then they flip the light switch really quickly. Um, and, like, I just remember being like, I'm cool because I know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> you were cool. Okay, um, I just do want to yeah. confirm that the guy who played Cam is Italian and Puerto Rican. <laughs> I mean, he's an American. But Okay, let's talk about him. I think this is maybe a scene in the show... I, like, feel strongly about. I was, like, really confused by them, her being, like, pretty casual about kissing this guy goodbye for the first time. Yeah, it it, it was, like, a badass move that was surprising. It, it also, I wouldn't want to kiss a boy in front of my friends, but it makes me, in that setting, but it makes me wonder if she was specifically, like, doing it because Conrad was there. Yeah, but everything about it, like, kind of felt like a script for a different story like Mm -hmm. i i just like expected the story to be about her being like super like innocent but trying to prove that she, you know and like trying to prove that she's all grown up and like in some ways failing like still being immature like like the this like very blase like bye hun like that's that's like the how how seriously she found the kiss was like really confusing to me i remember like the first time i watched it being like huh wait i don't get it so like who is she I agree. I I get why that would be confusing. I sort of buy it now that I've seen everything else because yeah. she is someone who is a little bit um sporadic. Wait, what's the uh, reckless? Uh spontaneous. Spontaneous. She has like a spontaneous edge in her. But then the other kisses in this show have like a more mainstream like this is super romantic context maybe. There's a lot of face touching. <laughs> there's a lot of why don't stuffing. you like it because it doesn't happen to me that much <laughs> it, it like do people do touch you faces? do it do you yeah like sometimes doing... yeah <laughs> but like every kiss is like i touch the hair and then i put my hand like on the nape of her neck and my thumb is like in front of her ear i do think some people also just like doing that while kissing more like i think for example one of my exes was like definitely if you compare the two of us there's a significant amount of face touching like he was doing more like he was basically the the first person i like kissed that i was like whoa this guy like actually likes the face touching like in movies (laughs) the like cup the hand like i was like oh interesting (laughs) i wonder if it's related to people who watch movies like those types of movies more let yeah or like someone who's a romantic or like likes <laughs> likes the aestheticness of the shot like i don't know i don't think i've dated many romantics um uh, let's see i feel like walter's romantic um hmm. anyway what i was gonna say um i just i just think like she it's hard because i know like maybe in that sense she is trying to be a little more gen z of being like Oh, yeah, she doesn't, like, she'll kiss someone goodbye. It's just a kiss. She could have a carefree summer kiss. Like, that is so, like, 2021. I also wonder, now that you're bringing it up, because I think at one point she says the only kisses she'd done before that were spin the bottle. Oh, I don't even remember so that. So, maybe also, she's I fa- like... I just, I feel like I'm a million years old. Obviously, people were <laughs> kissing people casually in, like, the year 2001. <laughs> I'm just saying maybe the media like, didn't always reflect that in its YA content. I feel insane. Maybe she was just like, I want to get this over with or like, I want to show this guy I'm interested. Or I feel like she had ulterior motives. That's all I'm saying. Okay. 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 Um, um, that's really all I have to say. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess when I when you said that, I, I was thinking like, 
there's sort of two battling <laughs> like things here being like since these girls and guys are Gen Z they're more in the culture of like yeah it's cool now and fine and no one's gonna judge you to like flirt and like hook up with whoever and like live your life versus like the book being written in the early 2000s more romantic guy who holds face mm. <laughs> no more more romantic like maybe you'll end up with the guy that's always been there so it's kind of the whole show is like her sort of asserting over and over like no i can date whoever i want mm. <laughs> but like this there's this like year 2002 sarah Dessen part of her that's like but what if it's the guy i knew all my life <laughs> i know okay let's talk about the show in t- in, in in the grand total because Something I sort of dislike about it, especially because of the similarity it has with To All the Boys, is there's this girl who everyone is a fucking in love with. So I'm kind of like the author is just having a fantasy that we all have. And then, <laughs> and then like she is stuck between choosing the boy that she has known forever and like the new boy, I guess. It just feels a little repetitive. A little like the same thing. Okay, I get that. I feel like, yeah, and maybe that's what, maybe that's what feels more classically like millennial movie. And then like the part where like one of the love interests is like bisexual and promiscuous. Oh, that's new. 2019 movie. (laughs) Okay, can we spoil it now? So it okay. Spoilers after here. It really shocked me that the the show twisted to have the love triangle between be between her and Jeremiah and Conrad. And first of all, I want to say we as a nation um, and illness. We oh yes, and illness of course (laughs) the the fifth character or whatever. Okay, we as a nation cannot normalize. Being attracted to siblings. <laughs> we have to stop this sickness. This is not okay. It takes me out of it. It's so weird to like choose between siblings and kiss them both. It's not normal. It's not okay. The only time it's okay to date a sibling is if your partner dies and then you and the, his, their sibling are like having a shared trauma and like shared grieving, like the Joe Biden son situation. I don't know. <laughs> You've never liked two guys who are siblings. Hmm. I don't <laughs> even just so. like a crush, even just like from afar. Uh, <laughs> have you? Yeah. Uh-oh. Wait, really? <laughs> just from afar. I didn't really know them. Probably if I'd gotten to know them, I would have really, you know, I would have really felt how they were related as they spoke to me about right. the family. <laughs> I think that that's so different than actually kissing both. Also, here's yeah, another. Yeah, yeah. Here's I, another. I agree with you. Like, I don't think I could take it that far, but I do think like it's not out of the blue. Also, just the anxiety. Like, both those guys are hot. One of them's closer to my age. Right. Also, <laughs> the added anxiety of like juggling two brothers is just way too much for my heart to handle. There's oh, yeah, no the way I can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I really liked the idea of this character who... First of all, was like a little queer slut, but also liked <laughs> Belly in like a really platonic platonic way. And I thought that they like I didn't really see them as being attracted to each other. Like I saw them as as really good friends. And I I don't it I don't know. Like, why aren't there other girls they like? She's not that great. It is. It is funny. I think like it's hard to be the actor for the teen who is so promiscuous but also likes the main character in such a specific way for who she really is. Like, that's, like, 
pretty hard to pull off as not just like an insane like caricature. Yeah, I and I do. But it like I do it think worked, he's a good actor. Yeah, it worked a little better than it could have, and also he, I guess it's like, yeah, maybe maybe they they were just like, well, if we make him queer, like that'll just be his freewheeling personality. Yeah, but then this also brings in some sort of kissing booth negative yeah. feelings that I just I don't like I don't like there is this weird infantiliz- like infantilization like there's this childlike fantasy of that oh. I can imagine the author having and being like I I turned beautiful I was so beautiful that these two guys were just like obsessed with me and all they wanted was me and all they could see was me and like my biggest problem was that Isa, you look crazy. My biggest problem in life was choosing between these like really hot boys that were like so in love with me. And so, like as as much as I really do like the show, something about that yeah. just rubs me the wrong way. It is. It's very like a Sarah Dessen book. Mm-hmm. Like it's so romantic and wistful, and like you know, I don't know how much people like me. Um. Anyway, I do think. <laughs> I do think like I I appreciate I appreciate the amount of character that she gave Jeremiah in the end. In the end, like Cam like basically doesn't do anything except like be sober. Um and <laughs> maybe they could have just merged those two love interests into an unrelated guy. Yes. I would have preferred that. Um speaking on the sober thing, so I found like I was saying, I found the first episode to have like potentially annoying stuff about drugs and alcohol, but as the show went on uh, I like that we get to see her get drunk in what felt like a realistic way to me, oh, yeah, yeah. where she just like kind of is struggling with her dad being there and like just pressures happening, and so she just drinks way way too much. That felt realistic, and I also like that the kids are just drinking all the time, and the parents are like <laughs> oblivious to it or they just don't care, which I think is fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I actually I really like the way this show does stuff and then there's like some writing choices there's some writing choices like in the storyline that they decided on that i'm like "Eh, i don't feel that well about but then when i see them actually do the scene of the like you're hanging out a beach and you get drunk or like let's do the scene where like the mom like meets the like professorly author and like they fuck like i I, then the execution is like better than i expected (laughs) like yeah because and the acting is good so that that obviously helps everything i didn't love the taylor v belly fight just because i feel like we've seen that so many times where the best friend is like a little insecure and then she's like you who are you like i don't even like i don't even recognize you and it felt like a little bit boring Sarah Des- like, it's from yeah it's from 1998 <laughs> it's just like uh, they could have done something more uh and i do like the mom fight that we see later because we find out that blonde mom has cancer and that maybe asian mom is gay for her um <laughs> do we think that are they gay <laughs> I think there's, like, that's definitely, the episode is trying to nudge you in that direction, but then, like, you know, I don't know. I I don't know what happens in the book. So, like, if the, 
if in the books that isn't there and they just like decided to put it those vibes in the show to like update it i would feel pretty annoyed about that yeah because i also (laughs) think that best friend love is is a, a worthy thing to portray so i don't know maybe maybe i maybe it's the queer lens through which we are always looking um i'm gonna ask you one more question about um i'm gonna ask you about about the scene where they go to the bar and oh yeah clearly you and i just like relate more to the moms but um the the scene where the moms go to the bar and she like hangs out with and then randomly makes out with this guy and then he sort of pleasantly walks off into the night like yeah <laughs> what is, what's happening okay that's a really good question because it's one thing if you're both like 21 i've definitely just sort of kissed people and then gone away but if i'm a grown-ass adult with <laughs> with my options dwindling i wouldn't just like have a really hot makeout with someone and then be like peace i'd be like where do you live like (laughs) we're getting dinner (laughs) i would be a little more desperate (laughs) correct also i wait her options were not dwindling though she just like we find out in the end that like part of why she and her husband are kind of like having troubles is because like her husband wants her to go through treatment oh okay Oh, okay, let's talk about the... Okay, first of all, wait, was she cheating on her husband by doing this? Or are we just supposed to understand yeah, they're, like, separated? I, mean, I think there's... We're not sure if they're only separated because of that fight or if because, like... He more. cheated on her. Well, he cheated on her. Well, Remember? yeah, and and more now. Yeah. Okay. Um, The cancer thing. <sighs> cancer <laughs> is always such a tricky storyline. If she survives, I will be pissed. Because at the end, they build this up, like... I, I'm I'm gonna die. Like my chances are very, very, very slim. I don't want to go through this because it would be like really challenging, and I won't be myself. I actually think that that would be great if they let her do that. Instead, of course, her boys are like, "You gotta try," and she's like, "Okay, I'll do this thing that I clearly was set against." So I don't love that. I mean, obviously, it's hard for children to kind of understand why their parent would want to go out on their own terms, but I think it's kind of a poor choice. Yeah, I agree. I think, like, again, stuff that is from a book that was published in 2009, stuff that yeah. is published. They should have been like, we'll do assisted suicide with you. <laughs> we'll get you the pills. Mom, we'll do this for you. <laughs> you said with you. <laughs> we'll all do it together. <laughs> Everyone, Belly, Steven, Layla, Shayla, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> okay i also don't Layla. sorry some more thoughts i don't like the the, the actress you think is gorgeous i find her well, and steven's character or plot arc the least well developed and the one that I, hate, I don't care about i hate gambling problems subplot it's so out of nowhere and they're not that poor they're not poor enough for me to really care that he lost exactly. like two thousand dollars I feel like the people put gambling gambling problems subplot into teen movies, it's like, or even into like a lot of popular TV shows, like they've never met a person with an actual problem and like the kind of things in your life that would maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like a cute teen thing now. It's also, the, so the crux of the problem between him and Shayla, I guess at the end is She's like, why would you bet all that money? Because you needed to look like a baller. And I I guess that throughout the show, he has been kind of putting on some airs. But it's never actually resolved. Like It's not resolved. Between yeah. them, like he's never like, oh, I actually don't know about like 
fashion and this stuff. And she's like, oh, I don't actually care. And yet he's obsessed yeah. with her and she's never given us any reason. He's like, or I'm like the only you. thing, like the only thing that he mentions is kind of like, I just like don't think that you would find me worthy of mm. you basically is what he's saying. But it's like, and also we weren't really having <laughs> communication about like our class differences. Like as yeah. partners, like... <laughs> It would have been, maybe they could have, oh, do you think they could have tackled racism by having Shayla be white and and him being like, I don't feel like I can fit in with all of your like waspy Do you think bros? they could have, do I think they could have what? Pulled it off. Could they, could they have like tackled, cured tackled racism? racism successfully? <laughs> Solved it. Solved racism. We fixed it. I'm going to take that as no. I think, I think, I think maybe. But then we wouldn't have your British actress who you love so much. Or is she like New Zealand? Like I, I never can tell. She might be like, maybe she might be even be like from a Singaporean school or something. I don't know. I think we should wrap up. But okay, I cool. do have a quiz that I would like you to take. Okay. This, <sighs> I think this only works if um I give, like, I, anyway, we're not, we're not both going to do it. I'm going to make you do it. Okay. okay. You are going to find out which the summer I turn pretty character are you? Oh my god, I'm so and excited. And then it also will compare your results with what the actors was. <gasps> ah! I think that's a great idea. First of all, good job, <laughs> Buzzfeed. How would your friends describe you, Jane? Romantic, kind, shy, resourceful. <laughs> hmm. Resourceful? I'm gonna go with resourceful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pick a famous love triangle. One, Laura Jean, Peter Kay, and John Ambrose into all the boys. Two, Bella, Edward, and Jacob. <laughs> Three, Katniss, Peta, and Gail from the Hunger Games. Four, Davy, Paxton, and Ben in Never Have I Ever. <laughs> I guess I'll go Twilight. Davy looks 11 years old in this quiz picture. Okay. What is your favorite summertime activity? A. Going to the beach. <laughs> B. Reading by the pool. C. Riding your bike. D. Having a barbecue. Jane, do you know how to ride a bicycle? What? Do I know how? I've just like never seen you. Well, okay. Here's my story with bikes. I never really learned how to street bike. And then I became a dog walker in DC. And so I had to bike throughout the city. So I became oh. like an expert bike rider but i've since like regressed and now i'm kind of like scared of biking again oh oh my gosh i feel bad now do you bike wait is that your favorite summertime activity i'm yes, gonna go I, with barbecue I'll start right. oh, okay, wait, wait. sorry i don't know if i heard that order an ice cream flavor <gasps> vanilla chocolate strawberry chocolate chip um i guess chocolate Okay, you don't have to. Pick a character from the summer I turned pretty to spend the day with. A. Susanna, the mom of the boys. B. Laurel, the mom of Belly. C. Taylor, the fun friend. Or D. Cam Cameron. <laughs> Obviously Taylor, my girl. We're going out. <laughs> I was going to say, obviously, Cam Cameron. <laughs> Choose a summary movie to watch at the drive-in. Oh, I already know your answer. Ready? A, Grease. <laughs> B, Jaws. C, In the Heights. D, Lilo and Stitch. A, Grease. <laughs> I've actually seen Grease at a drive-in, but not, I wasn't there for the actual, I wasn't there for Grease. I was there for another movie that I didn't want to see, and then I just, like, walked across the lot to watch Grease. 
Last question. Choose a song to dance with your crush to at a debutante ball. A. Lover by Taylor Swift. B. As It Was by Harry Styles. C. That's What I Want by Lil Nas X. Wait, what's that song? D. About Damn Time by Lizzo. Um, wait, that Lil Nas X song is like... Which song I think that? I like that song, so I'm gonna go with that one. I can't remember it, but I think I like it, because I like everything he does. <gasps> you are Stephen Conklin. Okay. That's Stephen. Whatever. Let me... Oh, okay. Gambling problem subplot. <laughs> <laughs> like Stephen, you are smart, charming, and resourceful. <laughs> is he resourceful? Is any teen resourceful? Like, what do they... Any rich teen doesn't have to be resourceful. Your people skills and quick thinking always get you far. You're also a great sibling, well, most of the time, and loyal friend. Sometimes you make mistakes, but you're only human, and that's how you grow. I want to remind you that Steven isn't rich. He lives in a suburb of Philadelphia and drives a Honda Civic. <laughs> Who? What actors got Steven? What the hell? I don't, they lied. Oh, <laughs> no. I don't see it. Oh my god, this picture yeah, of him lied. is so cute. He's such a cutie pie. They lied. Oh, you have to watch the... Mm, you have to watch a YouTube video. Absolutely not. <laughs> We've come to the end where you answer the questions. Jane, is this movie good or bad? It's great. This TV show is great. <laughs> uh... V, did you like the pilot, let's say? I did like it. Issa, you also have to answer these questions. <laughs> I also really like... I also thought it was really good. I, I'll i give it... I liked it more than it was good. Mm. But on both accounts, my score was high. Wait, do you think it's better than To All the Boys? And do you like it more? That's so hard. I like To All the Boys 1 only the best mm -hmm. but i think like if you compare like this one mini series to like all of to all the boys then like the mini series is probably higher quality throughout and i like it more i think what I do prefer, you think for yeah i think i prefer the summer i turned pretty but that's just not on like the quality they just have t different tones and i prefer the like slightly more realistic tone of the summer i turned pretty and i i also think it's a little hornier which I love. Yeah, and I don't know if that means, like, I'm an adult who just, like, f likes to keep up with the Gen Z, like, uh, with, like, culture that feels more, pop culture that feels more Gen Z, which makes me feel kind of, like, sad. <laughs> I, don't know I feel that. like that's blatantly what we're doing <laughs> every week. <laughs> no! We do movies from a lot of different places. Okay. <sighs> What type of teen is this movie for? Okay. I was wondering if this show is good for kids who usually think they're better than pop culture, but secretly Ooh. like The Summer I Turned Pretty. Like, they would, like, poo-poo the kissing booth as they should and, like, uh, work it. I can't think of other big stuff that teens like, but they would secretly watch this show. <laughs> secretly or, like, I actually think the show's good. No, seek fully secretly. Okay. Um, 
I think this show might be for college students. Mm. I wonder if high school students would almost be like, I feel like maybe there's even a, some. sometimes you go through an age in high school where you're like, I'm going to watch the cool movies that are out. Like, I'm going to, like, watch Fight Club because everyone likes Fight Club. And then, like, you kind of come back and you're like, oh, yeah, young adult teen TVs and movies are fun. Also, there is almost like a family show aspect of it. I, but then again, when I think of the moms, moms I think of her TV. like having sex in the car. Yeah, it's hard. Um, did you ever watch movies with your mom and like another no, mom? I, uh, no, I no my so I would just watch TV with my dad, and I would choose the TV, and he would be like, "Ugh, this is horrible," and he would like do a lap around the living room, then I'm come so back adorable. and watch it with me. I'm so adorable. No. I'm you watched really movies with your mom. Dad. Not really. I, I went to like a few things I feel like. Like I went, if if like our moms were friends, I'd go with two friends and our moms. Like I did that when I was like 11. That's So cute. not, like as, a, not nice like as a teen. And fun. Jane, what are you watching these days? Oh my God, I forgot this? we have to do that. Um. Okay, I've since we've last recorded, I've actually watched so much stuff, but I'm going to focus <laughs> on the movie Not Okay, starring... Zoe Dutch and Dylan O'Brien, and as mm. as I as I grow and learn and 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 <laughs> time elapses since I've watched that movie, I have to say it's extremely <laughs> average and forgettable and disappointing. And I oh, no. I think that it's fine, but I wanted her <laughs> to take this idea of like a Carolyn Call- Calloway who's actually in the movie this like scammer i wanted her to take it way farther than she did rather than sort of having zoe dutch like fall sort of fall into the scheme and then sort of be normal about it i'm like just go crazy that's my take i don't know the premise of the movie at all so i already learned more than i knew (laughs) um that's wild i don't know if i'll watch that yeah it's not you don't need to it's not worth watching not really dylan o'brien isn't even like kids he he, he's not even like that in it and whoa they really hyped him yeah because he looks funny and he speaks in uh aave oh that's true (laughs) what are you watching i watched a movie that came out in like 2014 apparently but i'd never seen it called the edge of tomorrow with tom cruise in it do you know what i'm talking about that sounds really familiar but i couldn't tell you what it's about so i say that title and you're like action movie but it's like it's an aliens one which i didn't know like i remember seeing the posters and like thinking it was just like a tom cruise like war adjacent movie but it, there's also like a sci-fi aspect mm. emily blunt the uh, i don't know was it good the premise being this guy there's an alien war so that's sort of the general state of the world there's an alien aliens attacking earth and then this guy like has like a groundhog day like scenario Mm. during this alien war that sounds so he can like upsetting (laughs) yeah and so it was great because uh he sort of fluctuated between different tom cruises like he got to be like kind of oh i'm just a normal guy tom cruise like oh no what's happening to me and then I'm a secret agent, Tom Cruise. Like, I'm so good at this. And then he also got to be like, I'm sensitive, Tom Cruise. Like, I'm I actually, I'm in love with you. Like, he got is to, he, like, do who, all of Is it. he in love with Emily Blunt? Eventually. Mm. Yeah. I don't like Groundhog because Day because movies. Because he's doing Groundhog Day. The only Groundhog <laughs> know, Day like, movie I like it is like, <laughs> If I Fall. Wait. 
uh, before yeah, I yeah. fall, whatever. Isn't it funny though that like it's a Groundhog Day movie that's Tom Cruise? Like it's so strange. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's strange. <laughs> okay, would you want? Do you want to mention the upcoming movie that's? Is this after the third time I've said this? <laughs> I think this is the third time I've said this. It's been to like Beckham. <laughs> Okay, I'm not going to say anything because I'm really scared to jinx it. I also took an edible at the start of this. And when you say when you said, that's the third time, this is the third time I've said this, I thought you meant like in the episode. And I was like, damn, I must be really. <laughs> My dog is snoring too. Sorry. That was Under the Bleachers, our podcast about teen content. We would love if you hit that subscribe button, whatever way you get your podcasts. Don't forget to rate and leave a review. And please, share us with a friend. And with a teen. You can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at at bleacherteens. Also, subscribe to our Patreon to get us some support, especially if you can't get enough and want some added perks at patreon.com slash underthebleacherspod. Okay, we will see you next time. Under the bleachers.